Today, Jack, the show is all about you. You're in full control. It's about your favourite area, cap space. So, mate, that's me done. This is all about you. Go. First of all, hello to Jack. Good morning, Jack. Let's talk to Jack Duffin. Let's bring in Jack Duffin. In our Westminster studio is Jack Duffin. Welcome back to the seventh instalment of Jack's Cap Show. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's a somber day. Uh, obviously, the loss yesterday is still fresh in the memory, but the uh, show must go on. So uh, today we continue going through our positional um, looks and it's on to the linebacking room. So before we go into that, we're just going to do a quick update on the happenings this week. So the Browns increased defensive tackles Brian Price's practice squad salary from the minimum of 7600 a week to 37058 um, a week after the Cowboys and Packers tried to poach him, according to sources. Uh, and he's played for both of them teams before, as well as the Raiders. So we're just making sure that them players that we've got an eye on and we like, we keep and... He's now in sort of the 600 uh, grand a year range, but uh, it's not too much when you've got that money. And it wouldn't surprise me if we see him bumped up to the roster at some point this year if they're that happy with him. So it's uh, one to keep an eye on. And the wide receiver room, I think after yesterday's game, Rashad Matthews is a player just to keep an eye on. We need to add something to that room. Um, I've spoke before that I was worried about it. Um, there's not enough starting talent. And Antonio Callaway is a young developmental prospect, but he shouldn't be relied on as a starting wide receiver. It's not fair on him. Um, loads of passes were made. Um, there was drops all round. Higgins, Callaway, Landry were having great passes to them and failing to hold on to the ball. So... I would say we go out and make the move. Um, one, two-year thing, just get it done. Um, when I was looking at it, sort of a five-win team, wasn't too bothered with how the other teams are playing in the division. Sort of a uh, cheeky division uh, victory um, is possible. So uh, let's go out. You can probably get in relatively cheaply. And um, yeah, he probably just wants a one-year prove-it deal. So uh, see what he's after. So, on to the linebackers. We've got 10 linebackers we're currently playing, paying this year. And if we go through them, we've got Collins at 12.15 million, which is 6.86% of the cap. Kirksey at 6.2 million, which is 3.5% of the cap. Schobert at just under 800 grand is 0.44. Burgess is 555,000, which is 0.31. Vallejo, um, probably said that wrong, is on exactly the same as uh, Burgess. And Avery is on 552,000, just over that, which is also 0.31%. Um, then if we look at the dead cap, we've got half a million, which is Kendrick's. If you look at the IR, you've got Curry, which is 378,000. Um, and then Sheldon, you've got... 
129,200 at 0.7%. I'm just going to do a quick check on Curry because I'm not sure if we've paid him off. Yeah, it looks like we've come to an injury settlement at some point. I don't know the exact figure, so I'll have a look for that this week. I don't think it's been announced um, and see what that number is. But just to get him off the books, they obviously don't see him staying around long term. So they've just uh, parted ways. So take it down. You've also got Hines, who has been added to the roster um, this week. We uh, waived... Uh, it was um, Odingingbo, a defensive tackle. Um, so we've moved on from him, but I wouldn't expect him to be around too long. You're going to see Vallejo or Hines probably go in the next week. When Burgess is back and ready to go, they'll bring in someone else. So don't expect to see him there too long. You've obviously got um, Mitchell that looks like he's going to be heading to IR. Um, it's disappointing that we didn't go out and get Prashad Breland. I've been calling for that one for a little while. And he got a pathetic deal from the Packers. Less than a million. Um, an incredibly cheap deal. And I would have happily gone and paid him two and a half. Got him on the roster for a year. And just see what he can do. This is a player that was getting around eight million a year offers in free agency. And the price is completely gone through the floor so disappointing we didn't make a move there because you can never have enough talent and unless you've got solid starters all the way through keep adding talent especially at prices like that um, it, there, there was no excuse for us not to make a move so if we look at where we're at as a total so across the uh, linebacker room that's 12.6% of the uh, cap we're spending which is 22.1 million. And for me, that's well over my target. I'm sort of aiming to have a target around 10%. I think that's where you want to be looking. And to be spending as much as we are is a little disappointing, um, especially when at times I think they could be doing slightly better. I think it's the Collins money. We're going to be looking to move him on soon. Um, might happen after this year, might be able to trade him for something if someone else wants him, but with the contract you're going to be getting a very, very late pick back if you manage to move that on. Kirksey, yeah, he's, he's sort of good enough to be your, your main uh, linebacker, but uh, I'd definitely move on from Collins and then see what we've got. I think Avery can more or less do everything Collins can do. Um, unfortunately, he just hasn't been able to produce what he managed uh, before and if we look just at across the NFL on contracts this year traditional linebackers so ignore the three four outside linebacker they're basically edge rushers so you're more traditional so you're four three outside linebacker or you're, you're inside linebackers um, Jamie Collins is the third most expensive this year you've got Bobby Wagner on 13.6 mil Barr on 12.3 mil and then Jamie Collins is right after them and that's not good enough um, we need to be getting more out of them and hopefully we can develop there and looking at sort of the tiers for linebackers according to Zach Moore you've got tier one is three to seven percent 
Tier 2 is 1.5 to 3%. Tier 3 is quarter of a percent to 1.5%. And where I come up with the room and the 10% is I'm looking at one Tier 1 linebacker, um, one Tier 2 linebacker, and then four rookies or cheap players on sort of your third to seventh rounders, which is 0.25 to half a percent. Nice and cheap, just have them in there. Um, and the reason I say six in that is that's roughly where the average is for the NFL for a team that plays a 4-3 defense. Personally, I would not want to be playing a 4-3 base defense. It just doesn't make sense in the modern NFL. Um, it's a passing league. As we see, passing numbers are up every single year. Um, and records are being set this year for the amount that's going on. So I would easily get that down to five linebackers and add another cornerback. Um, and where I'd be drafting linebackers is rounds three to seven. I don't think there's enough of a need that I'd be grabbing one in the first two rounds. Um, they're just... It's not important enough position in my eyes. If you're only having two of them on the uh, field at a time, you can have a Kirksey and a Schobert bouncing Avery in there for some plays and keep it as simple as that, or move Avery down. It wouldn't surprise me by the start of next season if he basically becomes our third choice defensive end. Um, and then your starters for linebackers. I'm looking at, you should have sort of three linebackers on your roster that you're happy playing and starting and they're playing for two spots and then you rotate them and just put the best ones out there based on what you want to do because obviously an Avery's got a different skill set to a um, Kirksey um, and Collins is different from Kirksey so you can mix them around and put out different packages but for me three is enough. Schobert's obviously proved himself to be a solid um, producer so I'd, I'd be reducing the amount in that room. Um, I think we can do it with less. And I'd be pumping money into more important positions on the team. So uh, now when I've finished all these, I'm going to do some sort of where I think the NFL should be doing it based on where you do it with six linebackers. I'm going to be doing a piece then on what I'd be doing if I got my way with a complete roster. And uh, I'll be cutting that down to five linebackers or even four. Four wouldn't bother me. You're only keeping a fifth if they're a special teamer because, let's face it, if you're only planning to play um, two linebackers on nearly every play, why carry four? So uh, you could easily go as low as four because if you wanted to bring someone else in, sort of Peppers can play that role. Kindred could probably do a good job. So, no, and what I'd look at for linebackers on the field, I would have... For every quarterback, you're going to have at least one linebacker out there. <clears throat> and then for every other running back that is out there on the field, I'd add another linebacker. So if you're running a one running back set, I'd have you two linebackers out there. If you've got two running back sets, as you get a lot with Atlanta, um, you also get quite a lot of it from college. You've got, obviously, Lincoln Riley loves a two running back set. I'd be looking at having three linebackers out there, but basically I've just moved the linebackers up and down with that. And I would always rather have a cornerback or someone bigger matched up against a tight end than a linebacker. Have your linebackers out there to manage the run, 
But if it's coming down to coverage and stopping the pass, I just think I'd always rather have a cornerback out there. And we've got hard-hitting tackling corners in the Browns. Um, so make the most of them. But no, any questions, do get in touch. Um, it's obviously a very quick one this week as linebackers, it's not the biggest and most important position. So next week I'll be doing defensive backs, which will be a little bit longer as there's more to talk about. And then finally we'll finish it off with the special teams. I've been chatting to some fantastic guests that I'm going to try to get on at some point as we're going to chat cap um, and some other bits and pieces. So we'll be sorting that out soon. But it's a very positive move from the Browns and I don't think I'll be the one saying this, but Dorsey, it's about time you went out and spent some money. You could have had me Breland. I want a bit of Rashad Matthews. Not that keen on Des Bryant, but um, spend some money and just bring in a couple more pieces because it's nearly there. Let's just make the most of it. So uh, make the most of that, guys, because uh, you won't hear me calling for cap being spent too often. But uh, I wish after the Terence Mitchell injury, Rashad Breland was on our team. But uh, chin up, guys. We had a great game yesterday. Um, yeah, we didn't get the result we wanted, but the signs are there. Um, shaking and baking, baby. The future's bright, the future's baker.